welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will tell you the truth about Kunta Kinte. Okay, I'm sure that most of you are wondering what I have to say about Kunta Kinte. The truth is, I really want to talk to you about where this name Kunta Kinte is from. For those people who've heard maybe little about Africa, most of them have heard about Kunta Kinte and it is connected to the Republic of Gambia. Gambia is one of the countries in Africa and I love everything about this country. I'm going to share this with you and hopefully it will tempt you to just gather your money, your stuff, your family, your friends and go to the Gambia for holiday, you know, for tourism, whatever. It is one of the best places to be. It is one of the most peaceful countries to visit and just relax. The Republic of Gambia is commonly referred to as the smiling coast of Africa. It's situated in the western region of Africa. It has a land area of 11,295 square kilometers with an estimated population of 2 million. The agriculturally fertile country, dominated by farming, fishing, and tourism, has its capital in Banjul. You can see that just describing the country alone. Tourism is a part of the description of that country. Tourism is a major part of that country, so you know what to expect. The beauty of it is that the official language is English. Yes, so you're not worried about, you know, the language barrier. Would they understand what I'm saying? Do they know what I'm saying? You know, the official language is English and the local languages, that's the dialects. They include but not limited to Mandinka, Wolof, Fula, Sarah, Jola, Manjago, Karoninka, Sarahule, and Aku. The Gambia has two distinct seasons, the wet season and the dry season. Um, the wet season is from June to October, but it doesn't last for that long, as you can see, June to October, and it rains for just a few hours in a day. But the dry season ranges from November to May, and during this period, the months of November to March are cool and breezy, windy. It is so nice. You know, regardless of what people tell you about Africa, that it's so hot, you're going to choke, you're going to sweat. This country is not like that. It is cool. It is breezy. It is relaxing. From January to April is often associated with the Harmattan wind. What we Africans call our Harmattan is what you call your winter. Even though our Harmattan is not half as cold as winter, but it's our own winter. And it blows from the Indian and Atlantic Oceans, okay? Now, tourism in the Gambia has become the fastest growing sector of the economy. As visitors coming in every year are drawn by its beautiful, clean beaches, birds, sunshine, the culture, everything. And the biggest assets of Gambia, I can tell you for a fact, are friendliness and hospitality. It's a tourism country. So the people from the time you get to the airport to the time that you go to the hotel and you get there, people who serve you, people who talk to you, the locals, the indigents there, they're so friendly and the hospitality there is second to none. It's peaceful. It's secure. 
that's one thing that people always ask is it safe it is so safe and the political stability of that country has been there since their independence in 1965 and that's why the gambia is known as the smiling coast of africa they don't frown they don't fight they don't hate it's peaceful it's beautiful there are tons of things that you can do. There are land-based tours and there are river tours. I would advise you, if you're going to Gambia, please, please take your cameras. You do not want to miss anything. Whatever you see and experience, you want to document it and keep it for the future because you want to show people. Trust me, you will show off with that. Take your suntan lotion, though, for those of you who are extremely light-skinned. If you're a foreigner, take your suntan lotion and whatever you think you might need, but there is nothing to be afraid of. The beaches are beautiful, clean, blue water, green water, like real, like on the sides of the Atlantic Ocean. The River Gambia is beautiful. The beaches are beautiful. You could go to cruises on the river. You see the scenery, hang out with the dolphins. You could go for bird watching if that's your thing. Have a peaceful and relaxing day out on the creeks or around the river tributaries of the River Gambia. Get your massage going. If you're into sports, you have too many things to do. There are golf clubs all over the place. Almost every hotel, almost every island has its own golf club. You could go for horse riding, cycling, camel riding, surfing, sports fishing. You know, if you want to get to know the culture what they do, what they look like, what they make with their hands, things you can buy and take back with you. You could go to the crafts market in Banjul or Serekunda, get their woodcraft, their batik, silver, leather. You could also go to Jufure, a small village located 30 kilometers inland on the north bank of the River Gambia. And it's best known for its appearance in Alex Haley's novel, Roots. You remember Roots? The saga of an American family where a slavery exhibition can be seen. You can see it there in Jufure. You would see everything in the museum there. They will show you everything, the way the slaves were taken. All of that is there. There's also Kunta Kinte. You know, I told you in the beginning that I wanted to tell you the truth about Kunta Kinte. This is where you get to see it. For those people who are interested in African history, the transatlantic slave trade, you know, how people were taken from Africa to Europe to America, you know, and all of that, the celebration of it, people who want to know their roots, people who want to know where this all started from, the story that was told in The Roots, you know, that series that they had, that was a movie long time ago. I don't know if they shot that in the 60s or 70s, I'm not sure, but the book came out and a lot of people read it. So if you really want to know a lot about it, there's an island that was formerly called James Island, but it's called Kunta Kinte. It's an island in the Gambia River. Okay, it's close to the Jufure. It contains a fort known as Fort James and provides an exceptional testimony to the different facets of the African-European encounter, talking about the war, the slave trade, and all of that. James Island is part of the UNESCO World Heritage Sites. So for those people who want to know about black heritage and the relationship between the Africans and the Europeans in those days and all of that, this is a beautiful way to go there, go to the museums, visit, go to Kunta Kinte Island. Ask the tour guides there are ready, open, willing to discuss with you and tell you everything you need to know, take you around all the trade routes and all of that. 
If you're also interested in Gambian wrestling, they have the modern traditional wrestling, one of the oldest sports in Gambia. There are also art galleries. You could visit the museums, the Zinzani Cultural Center. And like I said before, they have five major language groups, Fula, Mandinka, Jola, Saraholi, Wolof, but they speak predominantly English. So it makes it easier for anybody who's coming from any part of the world. If you are like me, I love music. And in Gambia, you can enjoy all sorts of music, but they have their traditional music. They have their merengue. Now they have something called Afro-Manding Blues. This I love so much. If you don't know anything about Afro-Manding Blues, you might want to listen to it. And I just love music, so maybe that's why I love it so much. And I'm a foodie as well. I love food. Because it's a tourist country, there are different types of food there. There Every hotel you go to, there are Western dishes that are available, Asian, African, English, whatever kind of meal you like, they have it available. Because they're used to cooking for all kinds of people. They have the pepper soup as well, the domoda, the oyster stew. (gasps) Oh, it is amazing. But guys, you know what? The most important thing that I know a lot of people might want to hear is the investment opportunities in Gambia. The Gambia is peaceful. It is safe. It is stable. It is amazing. It is peaceful, relaxing. You want to visit and check out the investment opportunities there where you can invest and get your money back. You can invest in the maritime industry because it's growing so fast. You can invest in hospitality, in hotels. Like I said, it's a tourism country. So more and more people are going to be visiting Gambia. It's growing bigger. More and more people are getting to know about Gambia. So they want to visit. So you might want to cash in on the hospitality business. Or you can actually provide stuff for hotels. You could cash in on the ecotourism or the recreational parks or integrated resorts or sports. You can get into the sports because people come to the Gambia for sports. You could actually open up a sports shop. You could do so many things. It's expanding. The education system is expanding. You could actually create festivals for music, for fashion. The fashion industry in the Gambia is going wild, guys. I'm I'm so excited talking about this because I know that very soon I'm going to have a couple of people who will say, Stella, I want to visit the Gambia. Let's go to Africa. I will be more than glad. To say, you know what, let's do this. So guys, the next time you're looking for a place to go on vacation, think about the Gambia and just Google it. Google everything you can. Google image it and see how beautiful and peaceful the place is. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love. <music>